Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. All right, welcome back to the Run Dot Down post game show over here on the Strickland YouTube channel as well as the Strickland Podcast Network. If you are listening to this the day after, Knicks lose in overtime. 132 to 129 to the Portland Trailblazers. Thanks to a parade to the free throw line, first, first, first and foremost, um, by the Portland Trailblazers, but also a 44 point performance from one Jeremy Grant and a 38 point performance from one Anthony Simons. Oh. Um, yeah. I mean, I think the place that we start is obviously the parade to the free throw line that kind of led to not even just a deterioration of our lead, but just like the tone for the rest of the game. Um, First half, 28 free throw attempts for Portland as a team, 14 for Jeremy Grant. And Jeremy Grant finished with 28 free throw attempts for the game. And the Knicks had 28 total, I, I think. Yeah, the Knicks had 28 total. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he was getting some ridiculous calls. Um, the the whistle tonight was just overall, I think, awful. Um, but I'm not going to put the sole blame on that because there are some other parts that we are going to get into. Um, I will say, I mean, I don't know what else to say, honestly. I mean, defense was all right. Defense was all right, but like they were just calling the wildest fouls. And yeah, it was like it was like to a point where like we couldn't even play like more aggressive defense if we wanted to because it was just going to result in a whistle. Like even when dudes were going straight up, still a foul. So like, and then even then, there was one Mm -hmm. play where like he RJ went straight up. Jeremy Grant hits him bullshit off the glass so like that's how you knew like all right this is not our night tonight like no matter what happens it's just not our night when he's just getting when a dude takes 28 free throws you just probably not go in that game like there's not much you could do like they defended the three-point line well um i feel like they didn't stifle anthony simons or jeremy grant but like they were still in it they were still in the game. It also went to overtime, so that, I don't think that's a, that's a big of a problem. It was really just a matter of, like, that was just his night. And there's nothing much you could do about that when it's a dude's night, unfortunately. Yeah, especially when the refs are going to give you, again, 28 free throws and you hit 21 of them. Like, that is just going to yeah. really help yeah. boost your performance. Um, on our side of things... Um, Jalen Brunson, once again, another 30 point performance, 32 points, um, five rebounds, four assists. All-star him. Yep. He is looking very all-starry if the team couldn't just, you know, string together a consistent stretch of wins, but with this team, not going to happen. So it's going to be, have to, I mean, the numbers speak for themselves. I know wins sort of play a, a role in selection we'll see how that plays out for Jalen Brunson but once again he performed in the clutch had that clutch um post post up on um Justice Winslow 
um, to get that that um, that shot in the paint, and overall played a pretty good game. Um, number thirty and number nine, I mean, some pretty. Uh, some... Uh, oh, oh, we'll get there. We'll get there. You, you can wait. You can wait. You can wait. Um, Mitch right, is back then. in the starting lineup tonight. Uh, yeah. I I think he played well. It was just the fouls. But then again, like the fouls were so wild this game that like I can't get too mad at them. Like these files were out of nowhere and really, really ticky tacky. So I just, uh, like, plus it was his first game coming back off injury. Like he got hurt. Well, he got hurt in the um. The OKC came back, game. Yeah, he came back against OKC and then he got hurt again. Now he's starting again. Um, like I think he played fine. It was just the files were really dumb. But like, I like his energy still, on a lot of the possessions. Yeah, and I felt like in the fourth quarter when they like started to make their comeback and started to take the lead, he was at the centerpiece of it. Like him and Sims played really well. Um, yeah, it's just I think it's a matter of just getting his timing back, just making sure he gets healthy. Uh, I think Grimes played okay today. Uh, mm-hmm. He hit a three, which is really nice. He had five assists. Once again, like, dishing the ball pretty well. Yeah, he his his ability as a ball mover is just so strong. And and it's like when people when people say oh I don't get like the hype over Grimes or what people see in Grimes I'm just like so confused because like when have we ever had this many versatile players that can play certain so many roles like Grimes is able to like fill such a a hole in the starting lineup as a like a tertiary playmaker as well as someone that when his shot is going he is a shot um he's able to hit shots. He's also able to flash some of that shot creation that he's um that he's been able to work on um off the dribble. And he is a great defender. Like he fills so many roles in that 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 starting lineup. I don't understand how people can see what he does so, so well already and how he can improve on it because he's still so young and be like, I don't see what I don't see what others see in him. Like I just don't you gotta be stubborn at that point to like not see what others see in Grimes at this point. Yeah, I just like Grimes is a very good player. It will be a very good player for a good time. And it's criminal that he didn't close tonight. Um, I felt like I liked the fact that quickly was closing. I I would have just I, I would have benched nine. But we'll get it again. We'll get into that. Speaking of quickly, I feel like he had a really strong game as well. Um, thirty two minutes, six to seventeen for the field. But that does not speak to how impactful he was during this game. Um. His passing was fantastic. His ability to disrupt and play defense was fantastic. Um, again, he was a plus seven, which was the highest on the team next to Metro. Um, I quickly, for all the trade rumors and the idea of like cap crunch and all that stuff, like he just fits so well in this team and he fits so well next to everybody in this team that like even on a quote unquote off shooting night where he still hits four threes and goes four ten. Like, there's a reason why he's a priority for this franchise, and the reason why he's getting all the minutes that he's getting. Like, there's a reason why people are high on him, and it's because of this. Like, he's very, very good and needs to be embraced as such. Um, Of course, you want him to shoot a little bit better from the field percentage-wise, but, like, ultimately speaking, like, he had a good game tonight, and percentages don't take away from that. Now we can talk about the Trash Brothers. And... Oh my gosh, I'm gonna start. Man. We we gonna start with 31st. Can I have something special for nine? 
so 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 you could talk about thirty. I'm, I'm gonna let you have the floor with this book. I know this is your book. I I I don't even know what to say anymore. I feel like I've said all I can. Um like I just I just don't know. I mean, there's there was a sequence. He hit a three in in overtime, and then the next play down, he gets a rebound. Good, get the rebound, comes down, pulls a three, first thing, doesn't even get any type of movement going. Like we are in overtime. We are fighting for a win. This is not like the third quarter. You were getting like a heat check, like times awareness. Like what is going on? Like, Oh my gosh. And like, that doesn't even like take away. That doesn't even, I mean, there were certain sequences on defense that he looked all right. Um, in the second half, but as a whole defensively, he wasn't really that all that impressive. Like, I don't know what else to say, to be honest. Yeah, it, it wasn't a good night. I feel like the second quarter, especially, kind of like they build up that lead, and then like he comes back in, and like it just kind of felt like his lack of energy hit the whole team, and it wasn't a good night for him. Um, I mean, offensively, he got his twenty-three efficient night overall, but like that's just a game where you kind of feel like you need to do more. And he, and to his credit, he did have that steal on Jerry Grant in the fourth quarter, which really could have like swung the game, and I feel like. You should get credit for that, but at the same time, like, yeah, that second quarter really hurt this team because they were up like I think 15 or 16 at one point, and then to go into halftime down one, like that's a swing that should not be happening. Now let's talk about this Canadian schmuck. Oh I I just don't understand why he feels the need to force things, especially seeing how well everything played so smoothly in the OKC game when like things just were flowing and like he was getting things within the rhythm of the offense. Um I, I will tell you why. Because he's done this shit since Montford. He's done this since high school. This is what RJ Barrett is. Okay. Like there's not gonna be there's gonna be no metamorphosis here. There's gonna be no change of heart. This is what RJ Barrett is a shot chucking schmuck. Okay, I came on this pod a few weeks ago and I apologize and sw- I swear to God I meant it at the time, but I'm telling you right now I take that shit back. Okay, because I can't get behind a dude who can't give me five good games in a row. I'm sorry, but he hasn't been able to put together five good games in a row. He'll give you five bad games. Swear to God, he'll do that. But like, holy crap! Like sometimes the plays that he makes, he just does not know what to do in certain moments, and he thinks he wants to take the big shot, like. He forces Why? up so many bad shots in the paint. It's like so annoying. It's like I understand you're like frustrated that you're not getting like either calls or you're not getting shots to go, but like there is a way better way to go about it. Um, I don't know if he's following in the footsteps of number 30 and what number 30 likes to do when things are not going his way, but like do not follow that example because that is not the right way to approach these games. That is not the right way to approach like the process of trying to become a better basketball player. And even then he is still playing so many minutes. Like, I don't understand if players are not going to perform like well, and I understand like trying to get players to play through things, but at a certain point you have to just like go with the better option that is performing way better at the moment like i would have had no problem with iq and grimes closing tonight to be honest yeah 
like they were they definitely were moving the ball they were playing within the team concept like i would have definitely went with those two over him obi didn't give obi didn't give you much like offensively but i just thought him as a whole too would have been better than number 30 in certain instances no no, I no, I, I no, 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 I'm addressing that. Obi's been garbage for a month. He's been bad for a month. Since that Philly no, game, month. it's been a month. Since that Philly game. What was that Philly game? Like late? It was been like late. Um, That was before Halloween, right? That was before Halloween. That Philly game was before Whoa. Halloween. Yes, that was before Halloween. We are close to the end of November. And since then, he shot sub 40% of the field and sub 30% from three. He's been basura. But he hits a couple of high energy shots and he runs up the court and he can take it's a not even just there. that though. No, no, he's not done anything. Okay, you can tell me Julius Randle's not the um answer for the team. And you know what? I may agree with you right now. Whatever. But it damn sure ain't Obi Toppin. He 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 is an energy big. He is an energy big and he'll run the court and he'll do what he needs to and do. And what did the team need tonight that he that number 30 did not provide in a lot of instances? Dude, energy. I don't get what was he? It wasn't him. It wasn't him. What was he doing out there? Getting boxed out by Josh Hart? Again, I said Obi did not give you much offensively. Or defensively. I, I still would have preferred him over that. Man, look, I get it. He's a nice kid. He's from New York, whatever, whatever. I don't care about him. He's a jag. He's a jag. Like, you get, again, we can debate about 30. All we want to, sure. Again, I'm more positive on him. You're more negative, sure, whatever, whatever. But Obi Toppin is not the answer for this team. He hasn't been for the last three years, and people are trying to make it seem like, oh, you know, put it in Obi Toppin the starting eleven to do wonder for him. Like, no, dude, he's a senior citizen. He should be in Congress right now. What are we doing? I just, I'm tired of this idea that somehow Obi Toppin is being held back by the franchise. But it's just like he kind of, he's just mid. He's mid, and it's okay to be mid. Nothing wrong with being mid, but like. He's an eighth man, a ninth man. He's not some dude who's going to come off the bench, play 30 minutes, or like he's not some starter who should play 30 minutes a night and like, you know, contribute. He's not going to do that. It's not what he does. And I'm not taking a 10 game sample size from April of this year when he was playing against the Raptors 905. All right. He wasn't playing against the Raptors 905. Can we just stop like, with that? That's a very lazy narrative. Dumb. They were only missing Pascal and Fred. They had everyone else. And then they like, benched everybody else by like this third quarter, dude. Like, no, stop it. Stop lying. Malachi Flynn's getting minutes. That's a white flag if I've ever seen it. And but Malachi like, Flynn's getting minutes this year, so. Because they're all hurt. Don't mean shit. But like, yeah, man, I just. I, I just liked his process better tonight in terms of getting nothing. the ball moving. He better did than nothing. That's the problem. Like his process is like, oh, it's easy to highlight his process he when did... he has like five touches a game. All right, man. Anyway, number thirty was a minus seventeen in the game we lost by three tonight. This is so why we should not me. be talking about plus minus. If you're telling me right now, Obi Toppin was the most valuable Nick in the court tonight, you deserve to be castrated. I should not have said castrated, but like, that's my hope. I said lo- lobotomy. Anyway, I'm very angry. Um. Like, yeah, dude, you can't tell me Obi Toppin made a plus 14 and it's somehow an indictment on Julius Randle or somehow a proof that, like, yeah, Obi Toppin is a plus make the minus. Rules. Like, Obi Toppin plus minus guy should be playing because plus minus, plus minus. Like, no. So then you're going to tell me tonight that, like, Obi Toppin was better than Jericho Sims? Jericho Sims was a minus seven tonight. No. I think it's 
I think it's the lineup that Jericho Sims played with. He was forced to play a lot of minutes with number 30. And, <laughs> like, again, and again, Obi Toppin got to play in a lineup where they got to build up a big lead. And again, I'm not saying Julius Randle's not at fault for that, but at the same time, like, Obi Toppin is a he, – he, he's – okay, he's a bus rider, not a bus rider. There we go. Chuck. You know, they're not winning those minutes because of Obi Toppin. They're winning them because of quickly. They're well, winning them definitely of... not losing them with him. So again, that's but all like, that matters. If he's just gonna be milk toast, then like I don't care. I'm sorry. But anyway, that's just that's just how I feel about it, man. I'm I'm tired of the the pandering for Obi. He's he's I. It's okay to be I. No wrong with being I. He's better than I am. He'll give me buckets at the wreck. But like. He's a guy. Tyrese back to hate and Obi. You hate to see it. We never stopped. You hate to see it. Anyways, everyone's favorite part before we get into comments. I really don't feel like talking about this game that much. Um, definitely had me hyped at some moments. Shout out to Jalen Brunson for doing that. Any manual quickly. They will always be the reason why I'm happy to watch this team. Um all right, NBA fans, the wait is over. Basketball is back. So tip off the season with DraftKings, DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make any $5 NBA Moneyline bet and get $200 for, in free bets if your team wins. Check this out. In addition to the usual bets, everyone can boost their winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to the DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt-in, and place a stepped-up same-game parlay today. With payouts bigger than ever, DraftKings Sportsbook is where I go to bet on the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Make any $5 bet this week and get $200 in free bets if your team wins. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code TBPN. Minimum age and eligible restrictions apply. See show notes or show description for details. All right. Let's go to some comments. <laughs> um, all right. <sighs> Slacker Hero, RJ and Randall were the trash bros tonight. Agreed. Pretty much. <clears throat> mm, this team's making cash, me sick. Cash rate, cash rate was the slip of the tongue. I'm sorry about that. I'm sorry, America. <laughs> Hawkeye oh. 420 comment. <laughs> oh, my bad. Um, Hawkeye 420 says, this team's so mid, man. Welcome to the roller coaster. Why do we keep spending energy for this team of all teams? Dedication. Who else are you going to root for? Brooklyn? I mean, not like we got the Giants either. So, like, eh. Eh. Oh, man. All right. ZMP three two three Dibs watches RJ Julius and Mitch make the same mistakes every night with no accountability. Send that fat loser to the glue factory already. Um, I will say with Mitch tonight with the fouls, he was sort of held accountable in terms of like Dibs constantly made switches with either him and Hartenstein or him and um sims this team is melting my brain i can't even think straight right now um but yeah um so 
what was I talking about? I I have dementia because of this team now. Um, yeah, so Mitch, yes, back to Mitch. Mitch, um, I mean, it brings up an interesting thing too now with Mitch is because, like, are is is this what we're gonna be doing now? Are we gonna do three centers a night? Is this what Dibs's game plan is? Is this how he sticks with like a ten man rotation and or whatever it is? Dibs is gonna bench somebody. He he's gonna bench somebody like. Whether it be Mitch or Hartenstein, somebody's not playing over Sims because there's no way you can keep Sims on the bench in that long. He's been your best center so far. I don't care about contractual obligations, and Tibbs is, co- again, coaching for his job. I do not think he was wi- he was willing to bench Fournier. So I think you're looking at a situation where it's like, hey, if Sims is going to keep playing like this, he's going to get more minutes. And rightfully so. I mean, he's played really well in his minutes. Yeah. Like, he's been a top three player for the Knicks this season so far. I got no problem with that, him getting more minutes. Like, he should. Especially his energy down the stretch. He hit that free throw as well on the IN one. Like, Sims did his job tonight. And he only played 12 minutes, which is hilarious, too. Like, Jesus Christ. All right. Next question, not next question, next comment. Um, Vivek, Leon needs to stop being one of those positive reinforcement coddling parents and yell at 30 and 9. Um, yeah, I mean, woo, the positive reinforcement that is a term I heard a lot in my education courses in college, and something I hear a lot at work being uh-huh. a pre K teacher. So Definitely needs, to, definitely needs to stop being a positive reinforcement parent. Definitely needs to be one of the, you know. Negative punishment. There we go. Yes, there we go. <laughs> uh, I've been burned into my brain. I hate that term. <laughs> so that's why I was like, oh, snap. Oh. This is a throwback to college. Oh, God. Oh, man. All right. So. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I, Somebody's got to talk to somebody. And it kind of feels like, you know. It's just like I, I think it's hard for RJ Ryan because like they're they are missing Cam, so like Cam is RJ's backup, but still like, he shouldn't be playing forty four minutes in a game like this. So like, eh. like, but part of it is injury, part of it is also like Tibbs being a coach, and part of it is just RJ being a dumbass. So eh. it all coincides to being in the wrong mid. way. All right. Vivek also said nine needs an OG to slap him in the face and tell him to stop being a wimp. Um, I wouldn't, I would maybe a wimp. I don't know if it would be a wimp, but I would be, maybe I would say, maybe it would be someone to tell him like, stop being an idiot on the court. Like, stop being an idiot on both ends. Stop being a loser. Like he's just been a loser. He's played like a loser this season. Like he has a couple, like, that 30-point game, if you look at the defense he played, it was atrocious. Like, he's been lost defensively all season. His offense has come and gone. Um, like, he's had a few good games offensively, but most of them have been bad. And now, like... And the defense, again, the defense has regressed. Yeah. Like, I remember last year, towards the end of last year, when he started taking on more of an offensive load, um, the defense was regressing. Um, and other people were concerned. I was one of those people that wasn't too concerned because I was like, you know, he's someone that always gives effort no matter what. But like now it's like very concerning that he is not even 
focus on that oh. end. Like, if you're not going to give us anything consistently on the offensive end right now, at least give us something on the defensive end. You have the, like, you have the body for it. Like, it's not even, like, a thing of, like, he doesn't have the body for it. Like, he has the 6'6 frame, the, the wingspan, like, the strength. He has all that. It's he's not putting it together. He's not focused. He's I just don't understand what's going on there. It, it just it's frustrating that like in overtime, the strategy of the Pacers was literally to switch onto RJ Barrett and target him. That should not be happening. Teams like, are hunting him. Yeah, like, teams should not be hunting arguably your third best player. Like that shouldn't be the case. I'm sorry. So like. The fact that they're hunting him, he's got to take pride in that, and like he's gonna be like, "No, you're not gonna hunt me. If you're trying to come at me, like yeah, that's where that's where the pride has to come in. Like you gotta be, not to be like, so like machismo, but like you know, you gotta be a you gotta be a man. Where's like, where's your masculinity right there? Like these these, these motherfuckers is emasculating you in the court. Like you don't have anything to say for that. Like they say, go at nine, and you like, all right, shucks, me. No way. Like, like, come on. You got to take pride on that end. Um, shout out yeah. Emmanuel quickly. He definitely takes pride on that end. Emmanuel um, quickly takes pride on that end. Malbit Bride takes pride on that end. Quentin Grimes takes pride on that end. Like, Jalen Brunson takes more pride on that end than RJ Barrett does. And Jalen Brunson's defense is mediocre at best. Yeah, that should be the neutral on that end, basically. That should be damning. Like, Jalen Brunson should not have more blocks than R.J. Barrett in the season so far. That is a real fact. You can look that up. R.J. Barrett has two blocks. Jalen Brunson has three. Jalen Brunson is 5-11 on a good day. Like. <sighs> oh, man. JL says, we think it's bad now with RJ. Wait till that 30 mil a year kicks in. It's not 30 mil. It's more like close to like 20. It's close to 25 mil, but like I get the point. But like, yeah, like real real stuff right now. Like if this is. He's got to wake up. Man, he finishes that contract here. I guarantee that. Like. If Julius get traded, I guarantee you, I wouldn't be surprised if R.J. Barrett follows suit real shortly after. Like, could the way Brunson playing right now? He's Brunson? making dudes look expendable, you saying? Mm-hmm. He's making a lot of dudes look expendable right now. And if he plays the way he's playing right now, he looks like an all-star. He looks like an all-star. He's playing the part of an all-star. He's The team is, like, basically set. They are deferring to Brunson. Like, that was the big question. Like, will they defer to Brunson? Yes, they defer to Brunson. That's not a problem at this point. Like, but yeah, like the way Brunson's playing right now, and you already know he got the family ties in that front office. It's his team. So, like, I wouldn't be surprised if some dudes start getting rotated out. Like, Hawkeye420 says they probably watched Wakanda forever at that players only meeting. And that's what it was. That movie was fire, though. I'm, I, I ain't going to blame it for that. that. That was a good movie. That was a great it was. movie. It was. They probably got pumped for that first game. And then that was it. I mean, like, they did. And ultimately, it turned into, like, a good road trip. Like, they went three and two. But, like, it, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, 
accountability. I, 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 I see a lot of people hyping up the three and two, but I'm like, yo, like we face teams that like, like they were missing like dudes that would have killed us. Like, let's let's all ease up on the three and two thing because I see a lot of people like taking pride in that, and I'm like, I mean, well, like, Nikola yes. Jokic like smashed our faces in, and like Chris Paul would have like diced us up pretty nasty. I mean, so, we still lost to the Suns, and it it don't matter. We yeah, we, we did. lost. Like we beat the Jazz and we beat the Thunder. Like you could talk about how the Denver game was too close for comfort, but still, like very close for comfort. I agree, but like they still won it. So, yeah, like two and three, three and two. Like eh. this next stretch is really gonna make or break with all these home games. If we end up losing all these games at home, it's gonna real look real nasty. It is gonna be fire sale, fire sale. And then we got Detroit coming up and. We got Detroit coming up, and they're at home, and Kevin Knox has been balling lately. And if Kevin Knox starts killing the Knicks... <laughs> man, I ain't worried about no damn Kevin Knox. I'm sorry, bro. Hey, man, you check Kevin Knox got box scores the last couple of the games? I don't care about Kevin Knox box scores. I, I, just I, got want, pr- I, just, I don't. I, I just want you to just take a glance and, you know, man. if he kills us... It's gonna be. It's gonna look hilarious, honestly. If Kevin Knox, like, okay, look at Kevin Knox ball score tonight. Three of seven for seven points. That's the Kevin Knox I know. Man, watch. You, back down to earth. you saying? You see? You you just asking for him to kill us for thirty y'all. If oh. Kevin Knox kill us, I'll get on. I'll get on this podcast with my Kevin Knox jersey on, and I will be out here singing his praises, talking about we should never get rid of Firehead. Like Kevin Knox. I'll, you can hold me to shout, that. Shout out, shout out Kevin Knox finding finding the role. You know, shout out all the former Knicks that found a role on the, on their new teams. I don't you care. Know. I'm a hater first. Oh my god! What, what did Kevin kid. Knox do? He was a waste of a lottery pick. Oh man. my gosh, that's not his fault. Blame it's blame his, blame David Fisdale. Man, it's his fault. He David Fisdale gets asked. moved by by one on ones. Whatever, man. It at least it wasn't Miles Bridges. I'll, I'll take that. But like. ZMP three two three says RJ says Tyrese says RJ has always been Tyrese says RJ has always been a shot chucking schmuck. So now he'll go on a heater for a month. Hope oh wow, so. it's cold and I know it get cold in December in New York. So no, like he probably will go near a heater at some point. But I don't think he will be in a heater on the basketball court. If he does, again, I will get on this podcast and be like, hey, RJ Bear proved me wrong. But he ain't gonna do that. And then he could be like, my stomach hurt. Oh, I'm sick. I'm sick again. Second year. Oh, I got some kind of sickness. Bro, you Jamaican. What happened to your immune system? Oh, the biggest excuse I ever heard in my life. I ain't gonna doubt he was sick, but like, come on, bro. Ginger. Ginger. You look like you were drinking ginger. Things have been the way he was playing tonight. He had that ginger rum and he was out here. Man. Now don't be starting talking on that, man. About Pokemon today, I'm supposed to be happy. <laughs> oh man. Um, okay, for 20 says because New York is so valuable, they will never be allowed to win a lotto to get the superstar naturally. Knicks are just destined to be permanently mid. I mean, I guess. I mean, I when well, we've never gotten lottery luck, the last time we got lottery luck was the frozen envelope. Nick, the NBA said F y'all after that, and you know, look, man, if this iteration of the team with Brunson being his best player is a 500 team, 
that's a pretty good development in my eyes because at the same point, that means that they got a bunch of picks and a bunch of salary to move and they can get somebody. So I'm okay with that. All I want to see is the players that are supposed to play well, play well. And Brunson right now is playing really well. So I will be taking that. I will hopefully be taking the all-star berth, him going to Utah. We'll see what else we got. And then we'll come back and reassess at the end of the season. But right now, I'm okay with them being mid. I'm okay with them being mid because ultimately speaking, they're not going to be mid forever. So maybe, maybe this is me just being orange and blue Kool-Aid, man. Yes, that's definitely what it is. But at the same time, like Jalen Brunson is him. I will pass on the Kool-Aid. Yeah, we know, we know. We know, anyway. But yeah, um, look, Jalen Brunson was good tonight. Truth be told, that's kind of all I'm really focused on. If 30 or 9 want to catch up, good for them. But I am eh, not really focused on mid. Um, ZMP323 says, Thibs has no clue how to use Obi. He has him on the perimeter all the time. Obi is rarely used in the period R and never as a cutter. Tyrese is tripping. Look, I can understand the fact that Obi Top has been me- being misutilized, but again, he's shooting sub 40% from the field. Because most of his shots are threes now. They're built, they're like, I think Thibs has gone too deep on the he had a great start to the year. Let's keep him as this like Steve Novak, Kevin Knox what we've done in the past with these type of prototype of players instead of going back to basics with Obi. But why are we blaming Thibs for that, though? Like, even last year when he was shooting the three, well, what was he doing a ton? Taking a ton of threes. But he was also involved in a ton of pick and rolls, and he was getting involved as a cutter a whole bunch as well. I agree that he's not being missed. I don't Again, he could be used better, absolutely. But at the same time, like him But, like, this year it's heavier. Like, it's way more of a thing this year than it was in years past. I don't think it's way more of a thing. I I think, I think it is, just because the the emphasis was so placed on the um the hot start, they they kind of just like were like you know what let's roll with that role and you know see what or happens. But maybe it's just Obi Toppin feeling really really good about a shot and wanted to pull. It's not, like, but I like don't when's think... the last time you seen him involved as a pick and roll like screener? I mean, he hasn't been involved in offense at all, which is kind of like the problem. Exactly. So I agree, like again, I agree with the whole point that like. Exactly. So, like, the only time he gets the ball is like when they're like driving kick. Oh, Obi's open for three. What's he gonna do? Post up? Like, of course he's gonna take the open three. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, look. Plus, like the whole like, leak out thing hasn't been working because teams have been like scouting that. As yeah, well. they've scouted that to a T now. Like, there's no more of that. Like, and that was bread and butter for like a better part of the season too. So yeah, like he's just gotta he's just gotta work around that. I think that's a, that's, yeah, that's a that's, learning thing for him. But that's not a problem. Like he's one dimensional as hell. Like, eh, I don't I don't think so. Because like, tr- you you don't want him dribbling, and you don't he can't post up, and he's not going to take any mid range jumpers. And it's like, yeah, you got to get him going to the rim. That's 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 the Obi Toppin play. But it's, he's going to take the golden three, or he's going to somehow find a way to cut or get to the rim. But even still, like he's been sucking at the rim too. Like his dunks have been off. He's been getting stuffed more. Like, even when he's getting his opportunities to get his shots off, they've not been hitting. So, like, yeah, you can talk about he needs to be used better, he needs to be used more, but also he needs to be better. Like... I think he'll turn it around. I think he will, too, but, like, I'm... Eh. 
is the least of my concerns right now. My concerns oh, he, are he, he, with the dudes big, getting paid way more money than him. He is a big concern, but we had draft picks, so it's fine. And uh, nobody's not that much of a concern. I, I would, I would, I'm, I'm concerned way more about the guys getting paid almost 30 mil that are like shitting themselves on the basketball court. That will be topping for Jay Carter trade go hit like. Turn All right. Game. Anyways, moving on. I will need to be talking about Jay Crowder joining my <laughs> basketball team. <laughs> oh, you know it's coming. <laughs> no, thank you. Um, Yasser says, "What does everyone on the Knicks besides Grimes and quickly?" And I would include JB, unless you're just talking about role guys. Um, what does everyone on the Knicks besides Grimes and quickly provide on the basketball court? Depression. Yes, that and sadness. Stress. Frustration. Five stages of grief. Did I cover everything? I think I got everything. Hug life. Ask. Better touch in the paint. <laughs> RJ or Moutier? Mmm... No comment. I might be racist. Somehow, someway, that feels racist. Oh, but he ain't wrong, though. Cool. Oh, we paid $107 million to Emmanuel Moutier with a Canadian passport. Oh, I'm going to be heated. Oh. Anyway, don't don't even say that, Hug. Don't, don't say that, please. Um, when right riggers talk about New York City being dangerous, it's about how deranged our sports teams make us. That and our mayor, or <laughs> y'all mayor. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Look, we're not as bad as like Philly though. Like Philly and Boston, like take the cake. We don't get wild. We kind of just get like really excited, but like we don't get wild. And then like. Boston gets racist, so yeah, yeah, no, we're not that bad. We okay. Uh, I'm seeing the JL comment where it's like, I didn't want them to trade for Spider, but these six and twenty-two performances from RJ make me think a little different now. All right, we're gonna do this referendum again. The Spider trade was not a good trade for the Knicks at the time with the information that we had. They should not have traded three first-round picks, two swaps, and four rotation players would have been in order to get Donovan Mitchell. Now, in current day, we could be like, oh, yeah, Jalen Brunson, Donovan Mitchell, and then, like, Cam Reddish with Julius and Mitch and Sim. A lot of people in hindsight think the trade was just a straight-up swap of RJ and Donovan Mitchell, which it wasn't, and I think most fans would have been probably pretty okay with at some point or another like some fans would have talked themselves into it sooner than others but i think if it was just a straight swap one for one player with like a like two two picks involved like i think most fans would have been okay but like that's just not what it was and i think that's what a lot of fans are trying to make it seem like it was when that's not it exactly what it was yeah, at like all the trade danny andrew's trying to like pull our pants down and like give us a wedgie and like kick us down the stairs yeah, he was he was trying to give us a whole purple purple, and it like, ooh, yeah. those used to hurt. Oh my dog. god, dog. <sighs> but yeah, Danny Andrews trying to do yeah. that. Like it, it, it made no sense from a team building standpoint at the time, and 
Now you could argue, oh yeah, it would have made sense. Now, like, yeah, because Jalen Brunson is a star, has star equity, and now that oh yeah, Cam Reddish has been good and Quentin Grimes has been solid. Like maybe now again, I'm telling you now, like with the information they have now, guys like quickly, with guys like Grimes, Cam Reddish not being like a serviceable rotation player, Simmons being able to prove himself once again. Now with two picks, well three picks actually, because like the Wizards actually might make the playoffs, but now with the information they have now. I think if Jalen Brunson makes the all-star team, I expect them to be more aggressive because now they're like, okay, we have one star, let's get two. And then we have a bunch of role players, and at the very least, we could be like a top 16 consistently. So it's a matter of like, once they had one star, I don't think it was going to take them much longer to get two. Now it's a matter of like, do they have one with Brunson? So far, so good. But we'll see. All right, let's see what other comments we have. Aaron Bender says, Obi looked nice attacking a closeout and had a great idea to hit Sims, but the bounce pass wasn't quite right. Yeah, it got deflected. That pass got deflected. But yeah, he did have a nice um idea right there. I did like that 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 quick decision making. Yeah, it was um, good. Like I, I will say his decision making has still been very quick and it's still been able to like he's still processing things really well. But it's just a matter of like he's he needs to be able to capitalize on his decision making. And if he's not doing that, then he's harming the team. Even if even his limited opportunities. Yeah. Um the jail says it probably would have been a bad trade, but vibes after a spider 40 point performance in the garden moved me. I was saying that, but people call me crazy. Anyway, I, I digress. I digress. I mean, it probably had the same vibes as like Mello, like scoring like forty in the Garden. But like when we look back, like what did those teams really accomplish? Mello, they had, they get, we had vibes for a year or so, but like the problem was like those teams were older. Like the team they is were, young. but like it, that that is the case, but. Like a top fifteen player with another like top thirty player, and like some like Cam Reddish being able to be a solid wing, like they still will probably have to protect the picks so that like, they could probably get like a Pat Will or whatever. But like I feel like they could have made that trade and then made like the necessary moves to like move stuff around and make other moves. But you're not gonna do that unless you're like have full faith in like the core that you've built, and they didn't have full faith in the core that they built. And again significant question marks on Brunson like was he would he be able to do this over a full season and so far it's looking like he can so now like if you if Brunson um if Mitchell's on the market this summer instead of last summer that trade probably happens but say lovey can't say can't really do much about that unfortunately um Hawkeye 420 the blue light laser is from my microphone that's who's pointing the laser at my face it's not someone from chat, um, thankfully. Um, Constantine asks, who are we trading nine for? Zach Levine, baby. All right. I'm kidding. All I'm kidding. right. I'm not doing that. No. 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 No, I'm not. I'm not. Oatmeal knees. Oh, oh, oh. Anthony Davis. There he <laughs> <laughs> Almost made me choke my water. Oh man, you looked like you saw a ghost. You was like, 
I think Davis made me money the other day, but I'm not willing to like trade anything for him right now. Like, hey man, he Kentucky, Worldwide West got that connection. All right. He Anyways, numbers. But, hey, twenty four seconds says we paid Evan Rose, RJ Randall, and Mitch to do nothing. So far, I agree with that. Also, speaking of the Bulls, they just lost to the Thunder today. So, so yeah, it, we're getting closer and closer to that exact trade. It's going to happen. It's not going to happen here. Um, today's been a wild day in the NBA in general so far, though. Like, at one point, the Cavs were, like, killing the Bucks, and then the Bucks just woke up and smacked the shit out of them. Um, the Hawks were also spanking the Rockets and ended up losing in regulation. The Wolves were up at one point versus the Hornets and lost late yeah. in the game. Good. It was just a wild day in the NBA. The Pacers Good. beat the Nets. That's awesome. The closing lineup of Oh, like... yeah, we can, we can get Durant. Yeah, let's, do, let's go straight for Durant. Let's do it. What? Let's get wild. Look at Anthony Davis, 25-15-4. Hey, hey, man. Buckets. Buckets. We're almost salivating right now. Oof. OJL brings up a great point. Grant missing seven free throws. The only good thing about this game, because a 50-point game from Jeremy Grant in the garden would have been gross. Oh. Don't even say that. We would not be able to live that down for the rest of this year. Folks would be like, yo, y'all let Jeremy Grant pull up in your curb and drop 50? Like, that would would have been so sick, yo. That's like a Brandon Jennings, Corey Brewer level fifty point game. That's like, yeah, that's like a that's a Corey Brewer level fifty point game. That's a Kemba Walker. That was the Kemba Walker game from last year, where he just went crazy, and they like used up all of his knees for one night, one night only in the Garden, just to lose. Like, I love that game. Ah, oh, I love that game. Anyway, love. That's a really strong word to describe that game. That was a good game in terms of like just Kemba Walker cooking. I I never gonna get mad at Kemba Walker cooking. The week of Kemba. That was a good. That was a good week for the vibes. A bad week for the franchise. <laughs> Yo, that was a terrible week. Um, <laughs> Yasser. Yasser ask: Is RJ's contract worse than DeAndre Hunter? Yes. Well, at this point, you're comparing two really not that. Hey, DeAndre, mean, Hunter, DeAndre Hunter is not a problem. DeAndre Hunter is like, what? What is he doing, though? Like, he, like he's fine. Like, but, up, like, is putting... he worth the money that they paid him? He went 3 for 12 tonight, 0 for 6. Like, like. Yeah. Yeah, he went. He, he played bad tonight. But, like, Arthur Barrett went 6 for 22, 1 for 7 for 3. Like, DeAndre Hunter is a fine player. Did he slightly overpay him a bit? Absolutely. But, like, for his career, he's been solid. Constantine Um, says he would trade RJ for DeAndre Hunter. I mean, realistically speaking, RJ Hunter probably RJ Barrett probably the worst player in the top five on his draft. If we keep it in the bean. Like you you taking RJ Barrett over DeAndre Hunter right now? No. Yeah. No. No. Just because he's younger at this point. Who cares if he's younger if he's whack? Like DeAndre Hunter, you kind of know what he is right now. And RJ Barrett, you kind of know what he is right now. No, I mean he's still young. Dog, RJ Barrett. He's young. He's still got some time to like 
work out some kinks. He just needs to like focus and like RJ Barrett plays the grind. Game. He needs to get in. He needs to get in the lab and grind. He still plays the game like he's on like U nineteen candidate. I guess USA in the finals, bro. Like, bro, the lab's been his problem. He keeps going to the lab and come up empty handed. And he says, "I'm going to the lab with Drew freaking Hanlon." Bro, he's like the Johnny Test lab. He just come out and just fuck it up, like. He needs to stop working with Drew Hanlon. He needs to stop working with scammers, and he needs to he needs stop to, being a scammer. He needs to work. He needs to get in the lab with some with some real niggas, like some guys at Rico Hines. <laughs> Go to Rico Hines gym, RJ. Get that's a real lab. <laughs> that's where real motherfuckers get their game up. He needs to go spread some. Not no Drew Hanlon. Go spread some of his brother freaking PC. freaking co- young college professor looking ass motherfucker. I'm telling you, Drew is a scammer. He had Kelly on. He had Kelly Uber thinking he was something special. You trust Kelly Uber with anything? No. Other than Calvin Klein modeling? Absolutely. Exactly. Exactly. Um. I mean, what else do we talk about from this game? I mean, it was like a free throw parade. I mean. Shout out to the young guys that did well tonight. IQ, Grimes, Sims, you know, constantly giving you, you know, you know what you're going to get from those guys. Um, hey, Chad, you taking Miles McBride or RJ Barrett right now? Be honest. All right. Be honest. What are we doing? Uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, y'all can talk. Say it. It's okay. I'm not judging any of y'all. If y'all take, if y'all take Miles McBride or RJ Barrett right now, say your piece. So, all right. So, hmm. This is going to be very interesting when Grimes and not Grimes, but Cam and Rose come back. This is going to be very interesting because you cannot like, can you bet? I mean, McBride doesn't give you much offensively, but defensively he gives you enough to stay on the court. Yeah, but they're not going to, they don't care about them. Yeah, they don't sadly, but like, are they going to bench Sims? Like, you, can't, you cannot bench Sims, dude. Like, I'm sorry. If they should be running nine right now, and the nine should really be the starting lineup as is, whatever. And then it should be IQ, Grimes, Obi, Sims. That's your nine. Just run nine. Like, stop with the Rose shit. Stop with the iHeart shit. I don't care about iHeart. Like, and like a lot of people are like, well, you just paid him, so you have no choice. But it's like, who cares, dog? Like, you've seen, like, there are better coaches who, who bench guys who made more money. Russell Westbrook is making $48 million coming off the bench right now. Like, John Wall didn't play for a year. He's making $48 million. Like, money should not be the determining factor. It shouldn't, but no politics works in this league. It only works like this with Tom Thibodeau. That's the problem. Good hits. Like, hmm. All right. Well, let's see. We got more comments. Oh, now they're bringing up Prime Trier versus current RJ Barrett. What are we I mean, doing? What is what is things? I mean, what have lot, things come to? A lot of Trier got a higher true shooting. Oh than one my season. gosh! All right, and, can 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 we just like can we like can we go look at Alonzo Trier's G League stats for one second and stop? That was a bubble. We don't count those. Oh my. Goodness. Hey man, all I'm saying that one season where he put up like 56 true shooting. If RJ Barrett put up 56 true shooting, there would be a parade down the Canyon Heroes. <laughs> We'd be celebrating right now in the streets. 
Oh, you see nothing but Jamaican and Kill Indian flags going out there. Bullet, like. Mm. Oh, man. All right. Hug Life says maybe RJ picked the wrong sport. He'd dominate as a tight end. He'd kill it in finance, bro. He know how to steal money. I hope he invested. Oh, uh, I love right. it. I love it, man. Y'all get y'all are his ass. This is great. I appreciate y'all. <laughs> this is shit I should have been saying on Twitter long ago. I'm trying to hold my son back. I ain't gotta do that no more. He just he oh. just spicy up and turner. That's okay. Oh my gosh. Um, next game is wow, another Sunday next game. Oh my gosh, this team loves to terrorize me on my weekends right before I go back to work. How amazing! We play the Memphis Grizzlies at 6 p.m. on Sunday. What I mean, Jaron Jackson Jr. is back, he is someone that consistently gives us fits. Um Oh, crazy. Another young player better than R.J. Barrett about to light us up again. Oh, no, two young players that are better than R.J. Barrett about to light us up again. It's going to be a great game. Can't wait. Killian playing better than R.J. I agree. I agree. Oh, my gosh. Is R.J. even better than Zeke Najee? No, he's not. (laughs) Is I remember the Dennis Smith Jr. pre-injury? Like, no. Oh, I can finally say this now. This is great. Is RJ Barrett better than Shake Milton? Oh my gosh. You think it's RJ Barrett over Tobias Harris right now? Edmund Sumner. Edmund Sumner. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh look at my Anyways. Game. Can we get back to our Grizzlies matchup on Sunday? They cut me for saying MPJ was better. I told you MPJ was better for a reason. MPJ is is playing basketball with a back brace. And he's still better than RJ Barrett. (laughs) Oh, right. You could put MPJ Um, right there on his crutches, and he would hit more shots than RJ Barrett. Oh, well. Well, as of now, there are five guys out for, I mean, four if you don't count Danny Green. I don't don't know who's counting Danny Green on their injury report at this point. ESPN. But um, anyways... There are four guys out for um, Memphis, four, I would say, key players at some, but one point or another. Um, Santi Aldama, Desmond Bain, um, Xavier Tillman, and Zaire Williams, they are all going to be out as of now. We know with the NBA, especially as someone who bets, the injury news is always inconsistent and there's always changes last minute. For all I know, all four of these guys can end up playing on Sunday. But as of now, they are out. Um, definitely helps having Desmond Bain out. Definitely helps having Santi Aldama out. He is someone that killed us on opening night. So we taking Santi Aldama or RJ Barrett. All right. I think I think we might. I think we might. Trevor Keels. Um, yeah. Cam Trevor Reddish. Keels. Cam Reddish might be back. Um, on Sunday. Is he, is he better than RJ Barrett? It seems like he is trending towards <laughs> playing on Sunday as he was listed as questionable heading into tonight's matchup. Same with the Rose. So, again, implications for the rotation. Very interesting to see what the Penguin does. Um, But, yeah, we will see how this team handles John Morant. Who is going to guard John Morant? Is it going to be Quentin Grimes? 
Probably. I Maybe not. So. Um, it would be sm- I I think it would be good to like, you know, have IQ out there, but we're not gonna know. do that. No, don't even get your hopes up. We're not gonna do that. Ooh, I mean, yeah, I mean I'll, if I want to do that, I'll do that on 2K. Let's but... Oh, speaking of 2K, I'm about to rebuild the decks on 2K. I, I'm, about I your, I'm about to follow your footsteps. I did the same thing. It I'll was do it, my way. it took it took me it took me till 2027 to win a ring, but you know. But it was ste- everybody steady growth, <laughs> steady growth. Shout out U- Usar, that's his name, Usar Thompson. Uh, I think it's Asar. Asar, but yeah, yeah, he was like the star of the team. So shout uh, out. Yeah, Bronny James on that team too, right? Yeah. Wild. I don't know how I had, IQ I had did some, the I had time. some. I made sure to keep IQ, and I made sure to <laughs> keep his development up. You know, if y'all if y'all didn't tune in, I'm about to retweet the thread today. I had Bobo was the key to winning the championship, bro. I'm gonna tell you this: <sighs> anyone that didn't tune in, I like Mitch got frustrated the last couple years. He was pissed, so I moved him for Jaden McDaniels. That was get, a good move. A, that was a good move. Good, some good wing depth. Um, Obi was still on the bench. You know, he's still doing his thing. Um, but I needed some bigs because the main threat out east was Cleveland. They were still like a threat. And they still had Mobley and Allen. So I was like, I need my own two, you know, twin towers down low. And I got Bobo and Wendell Carter Jr. from the Magic. That was fire. That was fire. I'm a, I'm a it was so fire. I did that and we went to the chip immediately. Yeah, it, it was good. It was special. I'm about to retweet it. So if y'all tune, if y'all didn't tune in, if y'all want some good vibes to end off your night, Knicks related, I will retweet the thread for anyone that wants to end off their night positively. (laughs) But yeah, that's what I did. Hopefully the Knicks can, you know, tap in and, you know, follow my footsteps to wake a winning basketball team. It was special. But anyways, I am not expecting us to win. This game on Sunday, like, I am fully expecting to walk into this game. We will get smacked. We will get an L. Like, I am not even going to, like, talk myself into, like, hey, we might win. Like, this player might play well. Like, no, Jalen Brunson might play well. And, like, that's about it. That's all my hopes are for this game. Jalen Brunson and Emmanuel quickly, please save me. That's it. You guys want realness? You guys want negativity? That's what y'all want? Here, you have it. Nah. Jalen Brunson, Emmanuel, quickly save us. Everyone else, God bless. See you guys on Sunday. Check out everything strict related in the description. We got links to the site, the merch, the Patreon. Check us out on Instagram. We are now on Instagram at the strict dot at we are at the strict dot land. Tune in, and we will catch you guys on Sunday. Peace. <gasps> Our house is a mess. Come on in. I'm Amber Wallen, internet comedian, plant queen, and host of your new favorite podcast, Fly on the Wild. Okay, that's pretty presumptuous to assume that this is going to be their favorite podcast, by the way. 
Like, come on, Amber. Anyway, that wasp that you just heard interrupt me is my husband. And co-host, Benjamin Wallen, also a comedian, and I host people at our home. I have a great wine collection in my cellar. Well, you it's mean not a cellar. the mini fridge. It's a mini fridge. It's a mini yeah. fridge. New episodes of Fly on the Wallen drop every Wednesday. Listen in as we discuss relationships, books, and keeping our sweet baby kid alive while we make laughs on the internet. Subscribe to Fly on the Wallen wherever you get your podcasts.